Sidetrack. Hi and welcome back to Sidetrack, the go-to podcast for all things student life in our right. Anyway, I'm Lewis and along with me is my co-host Yella. Hello, today we've got a fantastic episode lined up for you. We're diving into the topic that's on students' minds everywhere. The pros and cons of living independently versus living at home. And to help us navigate through living situations, we are thrilled to introduce two special guests. Uh, first up, we have Alex and Emmy. Uh, who have been living off and on campus for two years, and, and they have some killer advice on managing bills and roommates. Would you like to introduce yourself first? Hi guys, I'm Amy. Um, I live at home during summer, but I live um, in a flat with three other flatmates on campus during term time. Uh, hi guys, I'm Alex. Um, in my first year, I had a flat living by myself, and now I live with my parents. Um, <laughs> for a second year <laughs> and yeah <laughs> we're all about real talk here so grab your headphones get comfortable and let's get into the no filters no, no filters, filters. <laughs> just a few <laughs> <laughs> cocktail drinks what motivated you guys to choose living somewhere else rather than living at home because Alex here are from Edinburgh going to Edinburgh for university um well, I don't think I had a choice in where I was living. And uh, at first year, I was living by myself in my parents' flat. They they told me that I should be a bit more of an adult and have some responsibility. So I stayed in that flat because um, I think it was a lot cheaper than actually finding holes or like another apartment in Edinburgh of all places. It's quite expensive. Didn't you used to work in McDonald's? I did. Um, that was a... <laughs> I did. <laughs> you can't afford your own Edinburgh townhouse. That's no, outrageous. <laughs> I don't think I'd be here if it weren't for the McDonald's opportunity. I chose to live on campus because I go to Newcastle University, so it would have been a really long commute on the train, um, and I didn't have my own house, so I decided me and my flatmates we'd get a little flat together, and it's really cute. How is it living with this? Some, some flatmates. Is it quite messy, quite managed, organised? Oh, fine. <laughs> well, you got something. They weren't. Don't name names. Don't name names. I live with three other girls who are actually really nice, and one of them is on my course, so it's really fun walking to lectures together and everything. And it's really good because one of the girls I live with is actually like a mature. She's an adult almost, so she does all of like our meter readings and she pays our bills on time and everything. So it doesn't actually feel like independent living at all. But <laughs> but do you think you're independent? Do you cook? No. <laughs> no? You don't cook? How do you survive independently? Have you seen the pizza boxes? Have you seen the takeout <laughs> boxes and everything? <laughs> it's independent because I bought it myself. <laughs> See, no, my flatmate and I share everything. Like, we share milk. We share cereal. She doesn't know this. <laughs> I'm kidding. She does. <laughs> Sorry, Eleanor. <laughs> Well, can you guys give us a walkthrough of a typical day in your life living off campus in private accommodations? Mm-hmm. No, I can do that. <laughs> so, I tend to wake up because my flatmate has a really loud Alexa that she sets her alarm on. <laughs> so I wake up whenever her alarm goes off really loudly, even if it doesn't correspond with my lectures. Then I get up and have a shower, go 
um, grab my flatmate from her room and we walk onto campus together. I'd say we're on campus like 10 till four. Then we usually go to Spoons all together. <laughs> and then all of my friends have their own flats as well. So we do a sort of a flat crawl through town back to my house. And then we go out, which is really fun because we don't have to be scared of our parents getting mad at us. So that's a typical day. So you're suggesting you go out every single day? I'd say we go out We go out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays and Saturdays. It's like a full-time job. Yeah, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do academics in this lifestyle, never. How is she funding this lifestyle? So, actually, <laughs> funny story. My dad is. My dad. <laughs> my dad. Papa. Daddy, <laughs> Um, he actually does. I don't know if this is a further question, but all of my um, bank accounts, all of my rent and insurance is all linked through my All the financials account. are just... So nothing comes out of my account. Um, all of my rent goes through my dad. And my SAS also goes through my dad. It's a good day when SAS comes in, when you're a student. It came, it came in the other day and it was a pub night that night, I think. Yeah, Amy's dad receiving SAS money. He's like, yeah, I can go out drinking tonight too. He, feel, he feels young again. <laughs> So what's a typical day for you, Alex? Um, so, as I said, um, I've moved in with my mama, um, who lives outside of Glasgow. So if I have a 9am in Edinburgh, I have to wake up at like 5, half 5 in the morning. I, I love the contrast we got here. So like daddy's money and we got daddy's money. Daddy's money. I'm humble. <laughs> so I wake up quite early uh, to get to uni. So I'll have my breakfast at like half five to six. I have to leave from my train at like 6.40. And it's about an hour to get into Edinburgh, but then I usually have my lectures. After my lectures, me and my uni mate Rowan, we love going out for food. And we've been exploring different like restaurants in Edinburgh. And we're on a bit of a taco phase right now. So we like every thing like a good uh, every time a good thing happens like we just got our grades back from last semester and we've used that as like an opportunity to go get burrito tacos so we get food a lot and then i go home and i usually get home at oh well, i study do what a student does go out and then i go back home for about like eight like quite late when i get back um so early nights for me i've got like a granny schedule on the go Aww. so i know i feel bad <laughs> you go out often i think it's quite difficult because i do live quite remote to like a lot of my friends um so i always need like someone's house to stay at someone's gaff to like sleep over at um which is usually always in these house that's <laughs> always my house in summer i stay at my parents house <laughs> always have like five people just there i'm like your long lost sibling i think your mother's taken me in i remember uh, my mother met Amy's mum and my mum was like thank you so much for taking care of Alex (laughs) 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 but yeah it's it has to be like an arranged thing in advance if I go out I do go out so I'm gonna stay at home (laughs) so Alex is going through her academic repping phase oh totally I got my grades back three A's and a B from last semester (laughs) whoopee So what's your typical day I was just gonna ask you but sure I can go first Um, so I live uh, by myself, it's a rented flat, and um, my typical day basically, I wake up around well, anytime, anytime between eight till nine, um, depending on how much sleep I've gotten. <laughs> um, I usually wake up, have a bit of breakfast, maybe some coffee, and then um, I do some work or I do yoga, and then 
I basically stay in town until like 6 p.m. ish because it is I know it's only like 15 minutes walk which is nothing compared to <laughs> you guys um but you know with the weather and everything sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like it's just better to stay in town um and then yeah I get back for supper and I usually just enjoy the evenings to myself or you know I I might go out but I I usually go out like once every like three weeks which is yeah not 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 a lot um because it does i feel like i'm getting old you know it does take a toll on my body the next day i'm like oh i can't do anything so yeah what about you lewis so typical day for me would be like so some days three days a week i wake up around six to go to the gym at 6 30 oh but that's such a lie <laughs> you do not oh, actually do you picked up yeah. gym <laughs> It's 2024, the grind. It's the grind. grind. But um, excluding those days, I usually wake up around 8.30. And so from 8.30 to 10-ish, I do my morning routines, shower, all that kind of stuff. But I also have my tutoring lessons in the morning. And then I will finish that and go to my lectures, which usually ends around 4 or 5-ish. Some some tutorial ends around 6. And then after that, I sometimes have a invest stock meeting. If not, I sometimes go to Thoroughback Community, which is a club night out, which is every four, uh, every two weeks. And uh, I, I, I do the community work, which is recording people on the fly and getting stupid videos so I can post them onto the Instagram <laughs> for, for the influencing. Uh, if not, I'll be at home doing some work, really chill with flatmates, sometimes watch movies, and then go to bed in a reasonable time. Which is which is like you know twelve to one, sometimes two. Never go past three unless it's a night out. Usually, usually. What have been some unexpected challenges of independent living? When I was living by myself in first year, it was quite hard to like keep up with like chores and responsibilities. I feel like we can all agree that I think first semester of first year was such like an experimental era of like we just went out all the time and i just didn't like know how to like cook myself a proper meal like if you saw my uh like bins it was pizza boxes stacked on top of each other beans on toast beans on toast pasta um i think it was literally just transitioning to be a functioning adult you just described my current diet <laughs> <laughs> some of us are late bloomers <laughs> no i'm trying to think we found it really hard with things that are grown up things that come with having your own flat. So we had to do like meter readings and, you know, a boiler book. We'd leave the oh, oven yeah. on overnight. We had to like time how long I left the heating on so I would know how much to pay back for like gas. It was because I like, I have gotten into spreadsheets go, being at uni to handle finances. And so I would always take a note of like how much my meter is for like gas, like, and see what my weekly average is. See, that, that makes me feel more That's what I like grew to do in uni to be more independent ish <laughs> sometimes i i lack the motivation to cook but yeah. I found this really magical inter- invention it's hello fresh <laughs> <laughs> no, no no it's called tesco reduce section oh finds the best deals the easiest thing to cook and like give me a choice you know give me like limited choices and that's just fancy a meal deal <laughs> exactly <laughs> Uh, but also, like, sometimes I struggle to wake up to, like, get out of my bed. It's that's... such, like, a motivation thing. It's, like, I am responsible for, like, getting out of bed. I have to do all these, like, chores. I have to make checklists to know, like, to, like, structure my day. You know, I have three, like, different things I do before I go to bed so I can wake up next morning and actually get out of my bed. 
One thing is, I leave my alarm so far away from my bed. Oh, so you were forced to get out. And I have my curtain open. So the sign light. That's what I do. Yeah. It's the melatonin. It's all the biology of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, I put my window open. So it's like freezing cold. (laughs) You know what? I sleep better in a cold room. I think I would just go back to bed if I left my window open. I wouldn't want to get up if it was cold. Yeah. You're so cozy in bed in the morning. That's the difficulty of every day. (laughs) Can't get out of bed. So, what are the greatest benefits you found living at home while studying? Um, greatest benefits? A home-cooked meal. <laughs> like, my mum likes to cook, and I've never taken her meals for granted, so I'm always very grateful when she cooks for me. Um, a roof over my head that I don't need to pay for. Um, always having, like, people around, like... You've got roommates, Emmy, so you always have people around you. I'm never alone. I, I think we can both agree on that. Definitely. So I think that's a very... Like, See, living without my parents in time time means I have no consequences for when I fuck up. Like, oh, yeah, that's on, that's where we're different. We're <laughs> on overnight and we're like, ah! ah. <laughs> Not again. Oh. But I feel like I'm a lot happier being at home. I've got my dogs with me. So I've always got, like, little little someone with me when I'm studying at home. So, yeah, I'll show you guys a picture of my dog after this. <laughs> Thanks. What was the question? <laughs> anyway, there's a fun fact. We have a special observer, which is on the sofa. We've got, we've got previous guest Layla Montague on the couch. Hi, guys. So nice to see you again. Um, this is actually my second time on Sidetrack, so... Not really. She's not here to share I'm words of wisdom. Star, I'd like to think. Back to the, back to the couch. <laughs> back, back to the couch. Um, I don't know if we formally said, but we did suggest this be the first boozy podcast. So before we got to the studio, um, we brought we bought like ten cocktail cans, and I think it's hitting Layla. I think, and so as you continue to listen, I think it'll be more entertaining. <laughs> Going back into my lack of independent living, because I woke up, I've had three cocktails in a can, a packet of mini eggs, and some daily meals for breakfast. <laughs> And it's also a special day for Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese New Year! Happy Chinese New Year! For every Chinese people are there, and also <laughs> Koreans who celebrate Lunar and some other Asians. Just, just Asian. Just well, Asian. the whole world, the whole world That's in exactly. general. Lunar New Year. <laughs> so, how do you maintain independence and, and personal space while living with family? Um, I think there's like this mutual agreement in the house that we've all t- to give each other our own space. Sorry, with family and with. Well, family and flamets. So you're included in this question as well. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's this hidden rule, like we all give each other our own space, because everyone in my house is a working member of society, and I go to uni. What does that mean? <laughs> Nothing. Um. So we know that we've all had quite long days. We all get home quite late. Like I said, eight. I usually get back quite late. Um. I'm also in my room quite a lot if I have to study and I think my mum knows best to like just leave her alone in there <laughs> so but when we do see each other we just I said dinner probably <laughs> yeah no, same. we don't really have personal space that much like yeah. if we want our own personal space we'll go to our own bedrooms but then we all cook dinner together watch tv together it's not like no one's like intruding on my space I feel like it's quite 
fine. Do you study better at home or like in somewhere else? Oh, home. My mum checks up on me quite a lot. So she's like, oh, have you done like those assignments that you need to do? Blah, blah. Because I let her know everything. I'm like, oh, I've got these deadlines. And she always checks up on me. And I feel like when she does does check up on me, it's like a like reminder like, oh, I need to get that done. I need to get that done. Because she will keep telling me about it. (laughs) Whereas when I lived alone, oh gosh, I missed like one assignment, maybe two. uh, Because I was just out a lot and i had this is when i didn't have the responsibilities i do now i'm i've i'm a changed woman now but i think living at home has benefited me more obviously it's relative how do you how do you think (laughs) me me and my flatmates get nothing done when we're all at home together (laughs) it's purely social so if we actually have like i don't know an exam or an essay or something we have to go onto campus we have a 24-hour library that has these amazing comfy booths so we have to go sit in a booth to get our work done Mm -hmm. separate booths we can't sit together it's not a productive (laughs) household at all ever like when i'm home in summer i still have essays to write and my mum makes sure jesus yeah it's always my mum it's always the mums that keep come mum. love you mum. this is a question for amy (laughs) what is the biggest flat drama (gasps) <gasps> oh. <laughs> so Layla, hi Layla, came over for Halloween weekend and my flatmates aren't really going out people. So most of our evenings are spent with me pre-drinking whilst they like watch Strictly Come Dancing. And so I like that, I, I like that. I did this big Halloween party, which only had about, what, like 40 people in it? She's not listening to me. <laughs> about 40 people there. Someone had come dressed as Cocaine Bear. So they had strapped flour to themselves and exploded it all over my, oh my God. entrance hallway uh-huh. because it was raining. So 40 people then with wet shoes trampled it into my carpet. It's like solid flower. It turns into fucking cement. <laughs> it was, and to be fair, the house was trashed. It's not I a carpet, not. it's a pavement. <laughs> so, it was a big night out. So I woke up at about like midday, 1pm, to the like a three scroll long message from my flatmate who's, I'm not going to name, but <laughs> flatmate two. <laughs> Oh my god, what she'd said, she was like, Hey guys, not naming names. Just so you know for next time, don't like, put flour on the carpet. Well, she was like, The house is a fucking disgrace. You need to like do this to the bathroom, you need to clean up this, you need to do this. And I had sent them a big text before being like, Hey, just so you know, I'm having a party. Any like sentimental mugs or something, I would hide in case they get broken. She took away her. A respectable like, thing to do. Uh-huh. She took away her shampoo. She took away her conditioner. Her Only the essentials. Oh, the toothbrush. She left her wine glasses, which obviously none of them got broken, but they'd got used. So I washed them up and dried them. And she was like, also, I noticed my wine glasses on the washing rack. Like, what's all that about? Oh, come on. I'm like, thumbs up the message. <laughs> Didn't know what to do. My biggest flat drama is probably my dog shitting on my carpet. And that's probably about it. Which is a bit gross, but that's, that's the drama. That's about it. <laughs> I think yours is a bit more interesting than mine. <laughs> I think mine was less interesting. It's just people stealing foods. I made I made a pot of foods, bro. One of my flatmates chucked my food into the bin. Like two hours after I made my food. That's the drink, by the way. ASMR. That's my suck. But I heard from you know, shout out to Z. <laughs> shout out to Z. She had somebody peeing on her sofa. I think that's the worst I heard from. You know. How did you clean? How did they clean it? They switched they, the sofa. Uh, yeah. Good. That's a biohazard. <laughs> I do know. I think if someone, I think it's not because No, it's because I've pissed on the sofa many times before to know it's a biohazard. <laughs> That's gonna be in like the sidetrack quotes. <laughs> no, my flat. No, my flatmates never steal my food. I don't have any interesting food That's to steal. You don't cook. I know, but I don't steal their food. If my mum were here, she'd say that I stole her food. 
That's that's the flat drama. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Have you encountered any stigmas or misconceptions about student living at home? Well, because I live at home, <laughs> I think a lot of people think that I'm getting like cradled like a baby at home. Like, oh, mommy's made a dinner. Mommy's made breakfast for you. I make my own breakfast. <laughs> I pull my own cereal. Exactly. I feel like oh, like oh, you're catered to. Like, mom's there for you. Blah blah. I feel like it's just as difficult as living in a flat sometimes. I don't think I think that's the only stigma really of like living at home. Do you have any stigmas? Not really. My f- no. Everybody no. in Newcastle gets their second like gets a flat. Nobody lives at home. That's cuz no Geordies actually study in Newcastle. Ooh. <laughs> oh, sorry, but yeah, no. Sorry to be boring, but we've it's it's quite a simple answer I think from us, yeah. No. Have you encountered any, any stigmas, Yellow? Um, I mean, to be honest, to be honest, um, when people when I tell people I live alone, they're like, "Oh, you must be like so lonely." Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually really enjoy spending time yeah. on my f- to myself. You know, it's okay, she's a single child, so she's. I'm a single child. Exa- <laughs> well, exactly, you know. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I I do. I mean. To be honest, the most dramatic time of the week is having guests over for sidetrack. So You're welcome. <laughs> we're so glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, most times I like w- when I have friends around, it would just be like a casual um, supper or like a cooking dinner together kind of thing um, or just watching movies. But yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy it a lot. What about you, Lewis? Any stigmas around living in DRA? And it's uh, is it non-alcoholic? No, it's a, oh, it's kind of like alcohol. Oh, it, oh, it's alcohol. In Starfield, come on. Uh, no, as in as in the flat. <laughs> yeah, the flat is yeah yeah. So yeah. it's um it's me and the boys, you know, and all of them do do mass at Wu Yikang. Mass. 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 Oh. Mass can be Yikang. All of them. So this thing that's probably just like I don't know, we are boring flat, but it's not. Our kitchen is so messy because we host like flat parties on the weekend, usually Friday. I have a question for the host, Lewis. What made you choose student accommodation again for the second year? Did you not want to find? I think there's a housing crisis in San Andreas. So I probably answered my yeah, own question. Okay, yeah, there's a housing crisis. Uh huh. Like, I really want to live with those people. They're very nice. Is it the experience of being in halls and like the student See, in experiments? Year, in my first year, our flatmates are quite like they're really chill. Uh huh. It's not like they're not nice people, but like they're not yeah. really my people. So you just wanted like a so change to, of yeah. group. Yeah. I see. Okay. I want to like experience like. Yeah. No, I think I would have done that as well if I was in your position. Yeah, I was just curious. And it's mm-hmm. cheaper. Last year was cheaper, but this year yeah, they, they put the prices up. Yeah, I yeah. saw this it. Yeah, it's nine fifty a month. Uh-huh. So like, I'll, I'll definitely reconsider now. So. Not gonna be able to eat any pasta or any student meals. I don't have daddy's money. Daddy's not here to help. <laughs> so how do social interactions differ between living on your own and living at home? Well, being at like student halls, you've obviously got that group of people that are at uni for the first time, and you're you're all sharing that mutual experience of being at uni for the first time so i feel like if you were in halls you've, you're going on nights out with these people that you've you've made that kind of friend group so you've always got some kind of social interaction um being at home obviously i don't have that <laughs> can't really go out with mum or the dogs so <laughs> i feel like that's really how they differ so it's like socially what, what do you think imogen <laughs> me and all my flatmates we have different 
like friendship groups. So we never go out the four of us together. But you know, sometimes we we drink together and then go out separately. Mm. I feel like it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're being paparazzi. I feel Sorry. like you'll you'll always have someone who wants to go out if you live with like other students yeah, i feel like because we live in like a student area uh-huh with all of our other friends are in like a five minute walk you're bound to have a good night out with like and that, a newcastle. Yeah. and a newcastle no such thing. not that you would know not that i would know because every time i get invited i get sick <laughs> sick <laughs> sorry so do you bring friends over to my house yeah, yeah, Alex. my house is quite small so i've never been to your house there's nothing really in my town um, we could go to Glasgow, like Greater, because I live in Greater Glasgow. Um, it's just a residential area, just houses and a Tesco. Um, if you can, you can see, see the dogs if you want, so guys, cute. come over. I'm not gonna say no to you. Because we live in like barely in the centre of Newcastle, mm-hmm. on the centre slash the border of like the student area bit. Mm-hmm. So it's really easy because it's so close to town. Ours is the flat that always gets invaded for afters. How do you feel about that? Do you like mind? your house being the house that everyone goes to or would you rather go to someone else's house for a change do you it, feel like you have a responsibility to, like to clean up after everyone it depends on the i'm asking the questions oh, <laughs> it depends on the friend group because half the time they're re- like they will just automatically put their cans in the bin and the other half of the time they bring wet flour into my carpet the chaotic neutral yeah. side of the friend group so it also depends on what mood my flatmates are in mm-hmm. because if they've got a 9 a.m and suddenly 50 kids come back at four in the morning. I suppose you do have to like cater to the flatmates that aren't the most sociable. I have to kind of respect that. I feel like if you want everything to be amicable in the flat. That's true. Yeah. Oh, actually one time, so I'll go back to flatmate drama. I was, <laughs> for once, I was cozy in bed at like midnight and my friends had come back from the pub and they brought back this guy and we were doing stolen secret Santa. So he had tried to sneak into my flatmate's room to steal something from her to like give back at Christmas. Mm. And he our doors were right next to each other. He like barged into my room and he made it all the way to like my window, which is the other side of my room before realizing it wasn't like the right room. And I was just sitting in bed really creepily. Like, <laughs> wait, what? You didn't say that you watched him walk from your what? door to your window. <laughs> I was like, there's a man in my room. I was like, get out. I'm gonna wait for him to notice he's in the wrong place. man out of my bedroom. Did he say it? Did he say anything? one by one came upstairs into my room they'd be like we're so sorry about that listen he just does this sometimes <laughs> i was like guys please let me go to bed but they bought me a big cake the next day as an apology oh that's lovely no worth it <laughs> anything for <cake>. <laughs> <laughs> i've been living in accommodation again they to me a lot of freshers mm-hmm. and some of them are quite chaotic and kind of crazy mm-hmm. uh, they do host some decent flat parties I also just introduced you to more people, which is really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I do have some like kind of close, freshers, friends mm-hmm. as well. And yeah, you just kind of expand your circle if you go to student accommodations. Student accommodations are so messy at my uni. Um, I went to a flat party in first semester, second semester of first year. There was spaghetti on the wall. Maybe it was just them, but I walked into the kitchen and I've never been so disgusted in my life. They might hear this. You um, know, we actually hosted <laughs> a flat party in Freshers Week. Did you actually? We did. did. you have spaghetti on your wall? <laughs> <laughs> no, we ended up having... Okay. This Hong Kong girl walks in, oh. grabbed the drinks, left, because the party was dead. <laughs> and then she came back when the party was big. Stealing more drinks. more drinks <laughs> and, like, talked to some people and left. I was like... Maybe she just has to, <laughs> she has to supply her own party, so she had to go to yours first. I was like, so rude. Not even oh. talking to the host? Really? Gosh. Oh. 
Yeah. See, we would host parties in our first year flat. But it was so, it was just like, if anything got spilled, it just blended in with the carpet. Everything was just kind of gray and already stained, so it didn't really matter. But we had charts, like we had a chunder chart, we had a drug chart, we had a shag chart. I love everything. that about like and student culture. And my mum came in and she was like looking at the wall and as she was like- Hey, why is your name a full bar? <laughs> what's, what's this 52 tallies you have on chunder chart? Like, that mum is not a project. <laughs> Coffee, shall we go? Scary. I don't know what I'd do if like my mum saw something like that. I'd have to go to like church every Sunday. Mum, it's it's a joke. It's a joke. It doesn't mean what you think it means. Let's just leave the room now. And what about you, Yella? What what's the question? Social, Sorry. social interactions. Does social interactions. I'm um, living in the IA last year and <laughs> Well oh sorry. It, I think it really just depends on like uh your your everyday scheduling so for myself like when i was in dre in first year i was i would still have hello. <laughs> um we would just have i i just have very similar um sort of like everyday living schedules to what would, what i would have now um so yeah in terms of social interactions it depends like you know sometimes you wake up in a good mood and you're like i want to interact with people sometimes you just don't really feel like it (laughs) yeah but i would say having a flat like this it does obviously like what we're doing now it does give space for um more people to uh to to come into like this more personal space we have room to sidetrack we have room for slightly like bigger dinner thingy parties um so yeah i guess that's what's different to living in dra and what role does location play in your decisions of living independently while home so it played a big role for me because i couldn't live at home going to newcastle (laughs) i actually did we lost the first flat i really wanted for next year we found it and i lost it um and i went in such a huff with my family so i was like i'm just gonna commute every morning from edinburgh and they were like or we could keep looking and i was like fine but no, and also being near to town, not on campus, but like near campus, mm-hmm. near the shops and everything, was very important for me. See, it was so ideal in first year because I lived near about city centre of Edinburgh, and so the commute it was just like a twenty minute bus, um, but rent was fluctuating, so I had to move out to see my mum. And it actually turned out that train tickets just from outside of Glasgow were a lot cheaper per month than rent, so I prioritised money and my income over location. <laughs> did you start walking in Hilton after McDonald's? I did. I got an upgrade with upgrade. my jobs. <laughs> my name badges changed from... Fast food to buffets? To buffets. I, I work in events now. It's quite a lovely, luxurious job because I just stand there, have a little checkboard of like just, okay, everything's going well. So quite the upgrade. I really like it at Hilton. Um, so it was easy because it's literally in the same town as well. So I kind of rather my living situation now than in first year. She also got an insane discount. I get crazy discounts and I should not be allowed them because it's like almost up to 80% off Global Hilton's. So if you guys want to come to like London or like abroad with me, come along. Come along. Or work for a Hilton. Just faster for the audience. Just get employed at a Hilton. Everybody that's listening. Everyone that's listening, let's just go. Let's come with me. It'll be fun. And I get like discounted drinks and stuff. It's crazy. Because last week 
or a week and a bit ago, the trains from Glasgow to Edinburgh were all down for like some engineering works at Edinburgh Park. So I had to book a hotel in Edinburgh. £40 a night with a discount. That would have been about 90 I was living it. Buffet breakfast included. Loved it. See, not to hammer home how unindependent I am. <laughs> I've never had a job that wasn't through my dad. So, on a CV. So, my CV's so my dad owns a little jewelry shop called Goodwin's. Which is her surname. Summer, which is my surname. So, my whole CV is just like. Imogen Goodwin, experience so Goodwin. When Emmy, Joe Goodwin, Wackers, father. <laughs> <laughs> it's and um, I worked at an auction house for a little bit, but it was my dad's. Like you've got some volunteering at a charity shop on under your belt. I think that's what the matter is. I think I think it's due time that you get some employment on that CV that See, isn't no, your surname. <laughs> <laughs> See, they only hire her for free. Yeah. You know, but also it's just better because it's flexible. You know, I can. They pay more. They're more forgiving. Your dad asks, "Can you work today?" You're like, "Nah." (laughs) My bedroom door in the morning. He's like, "Do you want to come work?" I'm like, "No." Not today. (laughs) It's just. It's a better situation for everybody involved. (laughs) Yeah, go ask your brothers instead. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. What was the question? I think location, we, location. Oh yeah, we do get quite side, sidetracked on this. It's really good in summer though when I live with my parents. Mm-hmm. It's really good because they have a house right in the middle of Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. So whenever we go clubbing or everything, certain unnamed people live at my house yeah. for the months of like, July. Sorry! <laughs> I love breakfasts at Amy's. Thank you. Um, but see if my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. But location-wise, I feel like living in greater glasgow i hadn't explored glasgow very much before living there so it was such like a good opportunity for me to like see all the shops and i love food so there's so many food places and the music scene like music and arts in glasgow is crazy so there's a lot of things going on and i just really like glasgow obviously i love edinburgh more Woo, hot take but but it, I've, I like exploring new places, and Glasgow is definitely up there on my exploration list. <laughs> See, I'm considering, well, I'm considering buying a house anytime soon, but I would, I might buy my first house in Glasgow, not Edinburgh. I'm considering studying in Glasgow now that I've explored it a bit after my or bachelor's for an for an, am, an amulet, a, a master's, because um, Glasgow uni is so pretty, mm. and it's just I like the city. I I think I I love Glasgow. What would you mm. master be in? Oh, some kind of biological sciences. I really like molecular bio at the minute. That's what I take. Um, like something that specialises in genetics or something. Because I really like everything small in biology. It's like outrageously complex. It's to the point. It's like when maths turned from numbers to letters. Mm. Reading a biology paper now, every other word is an acronym, and it's difficult, but very interesting. So art historians can now relate. No, uh, I no. Just hate numbers and acronyms. What do you even do? You look at a painting and like that has history. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was painted. It was. <laughs> I just love art and history. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually such a struggle because people ask me they're like, "So what? What, do you, what is art history?" And I'm like, mm. "Let me tell you about this painting." I have the same information <laughs> you do. I genuinely, I'm two years deep in my course, could not tell you. Does it like explore other versions of art, like? Because when I think of art history, I think of paintings and different, like, how they're painted, the actual works of the painting. Is it, like, yeah. is it like literature, in a sense, or yeah. is it other types of art? 
just paintings. Well, I got into it hoping it would be all like all paintings. The Mona Lisa. <laughs> we have lots of like all paintings in our house and stuff, and I was like, oh, it'll be these. I'll learn about like my own. I'll learn about my house. I was like, I was like gonna take things in, be like, do you know who painted this and when? And it's all fucking modern art, being like, yeah, this guy stood in the street for two days. There's, a, there's a cone on the horse's head in Glasgow. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, this is culturally significant. I'm like, is it though? See, no, I would have thought it'd like be like Renaissance kind of era painting, like that. old paintings. I feel, I feel misled. I feel lied to. I feel two years deep in a degree that I <laughs> misunderstood. I don't think I really resonate with modern art. No, I don't. I feel like old art has like more in like a meaning to it i think layla could probably speak more on this she's listening to all this but i can overanalyze old art mm-hmm. more than i can overanalyze modern art how do you feel about our history Hila? it's great um <laughs> it is great it is great and going back to what you asked um we do do more than paintings we do paintings oh. sculptures architecture photography performance art Fantastic. um i hate performance art <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, the the more modern ones are definitely more abstract and more more difficult to mm-hmm. to give like a very definite interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, as you should know, Lewis, because we're actually doing uh, a philosophy module on this. It's moral and aesthetics. Oh, and Layla. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the couch doesn't speak. The couch is silent. The couch is not allowed to speak. <laughs> Right, go back to your cage now. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the question, the the rule of location. Anyway, (laughs) forgot that's the thing. I live in the IA, so, you know, I hate myself, right? I need to to walk more. It's a self-harm for... (laughs) I'm telling you, it's a 20-minute walk into town. I do it at least five times a day. Sometimes, especially when you do a sidetrack, you go extra distance coming to Yala's flat. You should take up running. I think you'd get here a lot faster. <laughs> Lewis was late for today's podcast. Okay, we're running from a meeting, okay? It's fine. Excuses. <laughs> so, invest in a bike. Oh, I shoot. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Rollerblades. Yeah. <laughs> Scooters. Scooters. So, actually, my, my step count yesterday was 25,000 steps. Just from, yeah, just yesterday. I'm going to check mine real quick. Countdown. Oh. Mine is not that impressive. Today, I've only done four, like four thousand <laughs> steps said, today. My, all of my steps. What is yesterday? Nine thousand steps yesterday. Hmm. Impressive. Is it I think we'll be doing a lot more later, though. I think we've got a lot planned for this weekend. Do we? When am I ever up in St Andrews? Sorry. We're going. What are we doing? Oh no, that's tomorrow. We're going charity shopping. I made plans with my grandmother. I'm going to have to cancel tomorrow. <gasps> Layla. What? We'll, we'll discuss this after the podcast. <laughs> Do you have any recommendation for them, Yella? To do in St. Andrews? To like restaurant and all that kind of stuff? Um, I'd... To leave. You're <laughs> 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 not welcome. <laughs> I'd say get yourself some Janetta's ice cream. I did that yesterday. Yeah. Oh, oh you have been Sorry, already. already oh, oh, it was really good. I felt so sick afterwards. Yeah, well, I got I mean, two ice cream sundaes. What kind of flavors did they do? Oh, I, there was Bailey's. There was... Did it pistachio? Banana. I, I, I think they do. Probably. I love pistachio. So many. I'm not talking into a microphone. Oh, I love pistachio. <laughs> this, this beach should Which beach? Is there not just one beach? Oh, there's three beaches. Beach? Yeah. Um, my personal favorite, I'd say, is West Sands. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys been to the beaches? 
we went we came here on our leave this trip for our last year of school and we went and we were forced to play games on the beach and oh my gosh oh it was outrageous we ended up oh sorry teachers but we ended up going for a pint halfway through this little like treasure hunt because we were like what is the point it was a nice summer's day i think we had an april spritz or something at the time and it was gorgeous and then we went back to the beach played in the sand volleyball it was amazing then they took us for afternoon tea they did take us for afternoon tea I really liked that. It felt weird, really intimate. It was teachers. Yeah, sorry, I digress. Oh. Anyway. I digress. Anyway. Oh, I digress. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> they digress. Anyways. <laughs> right. Um, that is a wrap for today's episode. <laughs> a massive thank you to our guests, Alex and Amy. And for sharing their insights and experiences. Wait, to say something? It was an absolute pleasure. I hope you enjoyed listening to us waffle. <laughs> <laughs> we hope this conversation have you weigh your options and make the best choice for your student journey. Remember, there's always daddy's money. <laughs> Until next time, keep thriving, stay awesome, and we'll see you next week. Bye.